we here. We doing things and stuff. <laughs> Welcome to yeah. another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical wrestling podcast where we talk about professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. Future, 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 future. Joining me is the like the dude with all the swag, all the sauce, all all the the the, <laughs> the freaking the nuts and berries. He got it all. You you put it all on the plate, and you just sprinkle it with a little anomaly, and it'll make you all your foods taste better. Don't the, the only thing rivaled to hooks, rubs, and spices. <laughs> <laughs> put some anomaly on your food, damn it. Yeah. Put that sauce in your mouth. <laughs> but how are you doing, sir? I am lovely. I am very lovely. All right. Um, I, if anybody's there, I know we're going to have a little bit of audio difficulty or whatever, but we're going to do what it do. But today, we are covering the 2021 bracket for the New Japan Cup. You know, I, me and Anomaly always get in on this New Japan stuff and everything, and I know... Uh, the past couple streams and whatnot, we always been oh WWE, WWE, AEW, but we ain't giving New Japan the due that it deserves. So we're gonna go through this bracket that we got here. I know it's kind of let's see if I can big that up for y'all a little bit. And this is gonna be the bracket for um, oh shit, I'm scrolling the wrong part. There we go. Boom! Look at that. Making moves, making moves, making million dollar moves. All right, so we got the bracket here. Um, as you can see, we got Evil and uh, Tanahashi. They got the buy in round number one. So I mean, that that's big moves. I, I I missed the last couple shows, so I don't know if they they fought to earn those buys. But I guess this is kind of how the bracket shakes out for right now. This is going to be a thirteen day tournament is going to start uh friday march 5th and is going to end with the final on march 21st so i mean we got just about every day of the week except for like three days because they're going to have breaks in between all in the card and whatnot and yeah it's just a lot of Let's well, see. I mean, I like this format. I think it's it's pretty awesome. They're gonna do a long ass tournament like this. Kind of takes it back to the WrestleMania four days, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm digging this, and I mean, I'm liking the direction New Japan's going right now. So, but okay. I'm a New Japan bark, so it be what it be. And I know uh, we kind of kicking it kind of late. I know a lot of you might be tuning in in 15 minutes, getting ready for this AEW card tonight. Shaquille O'Neal going to be making his in-ring debut, like wrestling, wrestling for real. I know he did that run in at uh, freaking WrestleMania. I forget which one, because I know I was there because I was confused by his uh, his entrance <laughs> music. And I was like, that ain't nobody on the roster. And then his big lumbering ass come up out of the, out of the ramp and shit. So... <laughs> But you know the thing that's got me about that is the amount of hatred that Shaq has gotten from the internet world. He has gotten so much hatred from these so-called super sports fans who think that he's damaging his reputation by participating in a a wrestling event. I mean, the trolls have been rampant. 
And uh, I just want to say a lot of times on Facebook, when you look at the sports groups and the wrestling groups and things like that, they love to use that little laugh emoji. Like, they, they know something that everyone else doesn't. Like, they're smarter than everyone else isn't. And they use that as their little troll tactic, the little ha-ha-ha. Well, let me tell you something about your ha-ha-ha, motherfucker. If you did that in my face, more than likely I'd slap the piss out of your punk ass, okay? Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal is not hurting his legacy at all. I get the fuck over it. We all understand you hate wrestling. You think some kid does. Blah, blah, fucking blah. Bitch, I will put you in a mad hearty sleeper and drop you on your fucking neck. Fuck you and everything you stand for. Leave Shaq alone, damn it. I, I agree with everything you're saying. You know, I have my own take on that or whatever. But I, I, I want to point out two things that you were referencing. You know, Shaquille O'Neal won. He's a grown-ass fucking man. He do whatever the hell he want. And contrary to popular belief, this is on brand for Shaquille O'Neal. This is not this is not like out of the norm for me, you know? So it's just like, this does not surprise me that he would do something like this. Hell, his name is associated with so many fucking products. Goddamn, the general insurance, got fucking Papa John's, Icy Hot, uh, all kinds of shit. Uh, Arizona Ice Tea. All yeah. kinds of stuff. I mean, so I mean, who, who, it, it, why do you think this is any different? <laughs> I mean, it's like the amount of hatred that's on these sports groups and in these Facebook groups of these know-it-alls on every single topic are so fucking annoying. They hate on Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. That. Bitch, Lamar Jackson's a billionaire. Fuck, do you think he gives a shit what you think? He won the NFL MVP, motherfucker. He took that diminishing fucking team that was nothing, and he took them to the playoffs three years straight. Fuck you. Fuck you and your little laugh emoji. I mean, just <laughs> let me chat the fuck alone. You motherfuckers hide behind these little fake-ass paper balls on the internet. That's so fucking tough. Bitch, I'm from an era where if you said something wrong, your mouth started bleeding. That's my era. You say some of the shit y'all say in person to me, man, my natural reflex is to punch you in your fucking mouth. Please shut <laughs> yeah. the fuck alone, man. He, dude, he's out there living his best fucking life. Please Snoop Dogg alone, damn it. I don't give a fuck how horrible his frog splash was. He's Snoop Dogg, bitch. Yeah. I mean, damn. Yeah, we, we, we are. It's horrible, we, man. It just gets on my nerves. Yeah, uh, we are aware of um, the audio issues right now, but we just kind of, you know, taking yes. it as we can get it, man. Um, but yeah, man, grown ass men doing grown ass men shit, you know, and I, and I put it like this. If you had the time and the opportunity, you would be doing the shit, too. So that's all I can say. <laughs> but yes. Let's get into this bracket, homeboy. We got pictures and everything. So this is going to be uh, one of the matches for round one. We got Jeff Cobb versus Kojima. So, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I mean, if at a, at, at a glance, who do you think going to take the dub? Uh, Freeze up. 
Oh, no, no, no. I was asking who you think going to take the dub out of this. I said Cobb. Oh, Cobb. My bad. My fault. Yeah. Hey, I yeah, know my I mean, audio sucks right now, but. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that, I, I'm, I'm saying the same thing. As soon as I seen this match pop up on the screen, I'm like, yeah, Cobb. Because, I mean, this is. Um, he, yeah, he hadn't been there that long with New Japan or whatever. But um, this is a good match to give him a good showing. He's in there with veteran talent and whatnot. And um, the dub here for Cobb would be, uh, I, I mean, it would be the right move, in my opinion. Definitely. Cobb's a damn stud, man. But, I mean, let's not sell Kojima short, man. Kojima can roll with the big boys. He's going he's gonna to get 500 shots in on Cobb's big-ass chest. Yeah, and then um, Cobb would need this win because they're trying to establish this uh, the new faction, um, the uh, Empire, with uh, Will Ospreay and his old lady and um, Great O'Conn. Right. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of Great O'Conn, we got Tensei Naito versus the Great O'Conn. And I'm torn on this one. Because uh, at a glance, I'm not going to lie, I want Khan to win. Because, I mean, he just came back from excursion. He came back, made a big impact and everything, attacking Okada, I believe it was. And then he has the beef now with Tanahashi over the never open weight title. I don't know if that match has started it or if it even passed or whatnot, because I, I am behind on my New Japan. But this would be a statement win and uh, have a feather in his cap for him. And also... To big up the freaking uh, the Empire stable, what do you think? What you got? Who you got on this? I would not be surprised if Bill Khan wins this, but I'm going with Naito. But I will okay. not be surprised if Bill Khan pulls this off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just I, this is a tough one for me because I like them both, and especially because like we was talking a while back, like dog, you seen this dude on the Indies now? Because when he went out on excursion or whatever, this dude was in Europe, kicking ass, yeah. forty five and no record, and now he in New Japan, and I just dig everything about him, even the chops. He stole the he, chops. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know the the he is in essence the the perfect heel, mm -hmm. like this. Damn kids. Uh, he is like a good throwback, perfect heel. I mean, I like him a lot. Just, and I could push him to the moon and get him the win over Naito. But I'm kind of praying Naito wins to a degree, but he's one of my favorites. Word, and I can understand that. Scrolling down the bracket, we got Toriano <laughs> bad luck. Fale. Now we already know this is going to be shenanigans, and you know, regardless of you know how strong Fale is and how dominant he can be, this is always a 50-50 chance when you're dealing with Toriano. So at a glance, when I look at this, I automatically shoot toward Yano. <laughs> we gonna hey, man, disagree, man. Well, I mean, I, I can understand because, like I said, when you're dealing with Yano, it's 50-50, man. Because damn, he can get him outside the ring, duct tape his ankles to the goddamn barricade. Do some shit, get you know, get some kind of crazy victory. So I mean, I'm I'm taking all that into account. <laughs> you know, but this has been an ongoing feud with them for a while. Mm -hmm. So I think this might be the end of that feud. I think this this is uh 
the culmination of Fale just beating the dog shit out of him. Oh, there you go. Toriano wins it all, 2021. <laughs> I love it. All right, we ain't got to spend too much time on that. Here we are. We got Hiroki Ghetto, Goto and uh, Tai Chi. Now, at a glance, this is real simple for me. I'm going with Tai Chi because my experience with... with uh, yeah, because my experience with Goto is just like he's the lovable loser and shit, man. He's almost he almost feels like uh later year Tommy Dreamer to me. He always was there and he always lost, you know, and everything. And Tai Chi has been making some uh, big moves in New Japan or whatever. Yeah. It's just like it almost felt at a point in time to where he was kind of trying to weasel um leadership of a Suzuki gun from up under goddamn Minoru. I, yeah, I'm going with Tachi on this. Uh, I just go to go. Goto can be on. He's either really good or he's really bad. Like there's, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's no in between. Like, and he doesn't have. He's never had that big draw it factor to be a main event. Yeah, I think he, I think his best years are behind him. I think he, I think he might wind up in um the L.A. dojo helping train with Shibata and everything. Because um, I think for that a time, because uh, for a time I believe he was injured and he went to the LA dojo and he trained and everything. Because he came back in a uh, real good shape and everything. So, well, I mean, him and Shibata got a very good relationship as well. So, I could see that Goto, Hiroki Goto doesn't have too many years left in him to wrestle. In my opinion, he's, unless he's going to be like Tenzan and be like, you know pulling the curtain open for the youngsters or something. I just, I don't see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, and it's, it's, who's to say in New Japan because their athletes are different out there. They can stay around until they can barely walk anymore and be in the ring and just people eat it up. So, it be what it be. Yeah. Scrolling down the bracket. This is one that I'm looking at. Now we all we all historically know how I feel about Okada. So there's no surprise to when I glance at this, I'm leaning towards Shingo. But this is going to be a good match. This is going to be a statement match for Shingo, especially because we got one of the record-breaking IWGP World Heavyweight Champions here in this tournament, and Shingo is getting that opportunity to face him in a bout. So. My pick is Shingo because I just dig Shingo anyway. He got that daggone cool ass mullet, man. Something that I wish I could have, you know. <laughs> I'm going with Shingo as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is also can be a 50 50 thing because it's not so much as like what we perceive as athletic ability and everything. And uh, Shingo is, has all the momentum. It's just, it's fucking Okada, man. Okada is their golden boy, <laughs> you know? So. They can be like, all right, Akata can freaking uh, win it all this year and we're going to get him back to the championship because, I mean, they've done that in the past. So it can be a matter of booking rather than whatever. So I'm still going with Shingo. We all leaning towards Shingo here. So uh, I'm a big you know, Shingo like, um, In the wrestling group, a lot of people were picking Shingo to win it all. I, and it, I think it's this would be a good time. Uh, this would be a good accolade for that. 
yeah so yeah might be let's let's see what we got in the chat yeah shingo would be my pick yeah because this is a single elimination i believe yeah a lot yeah. of people are saying it's gonna be shingo and, and uh osprey in the finals yeah we got japanese titty meat in the chat <laughs> yeah. all right scrolling down the card oh we gotta switch the page All right, I'm not too worried about this one. <laughs> We're not going to spend too much time on this one. Uh, I got uh, Minoru. I and I already know what know you I, say. Yeah, I already know what you feel how you feel about hormones or whatever. So we're just going to keep scrolling. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting <laughs> match. This is an interesting one here. Uh, Juice Robinson and goddamn uh, Kenta, fresh off a loss, lost against. John Moxley, and look at this motherfucker over here, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you see the thing on the side, man. Uh, blow the shit up. I don't want to watch this, brother. But Juice and Kenta, um, at a glance, hmm, I think. Uh, I need more than a glance. I don't know. Um, I don't know what you got because I, I can't make up my mind on this one. I'm going with Kenta. Okay. I mean, I can see it. Uh, I think I'm going to side with Kenta as well. Is this, I don't know. He needs something more or whatever. Is this, He's been carrying around that briefcase. He's been eking out some uh, victories here and there. But, I mean, that loss to Moxley the other day kind of, I don't know. I don't know. But he, uh, he needs this win. He needs to get far in the tournament. I don't think he's going to take it all, but he needs to get far in this tournament. So, both agree on Kenta, right? All right, here we are. We got Tenzine and Will Ospreay. Oh, I lost anomaly. He he should be back. But now, at a glance, I'm uh, no shit. I'm picking Osprey. You know, and um, I also feel what's going to come into play is going to be some shenanigans in this match because damn, you know, of uh the rivalry between Tenzine and a. Uh, Great Okan right now. Uh, Tenzan has lost the right to use the Mongolian chops. Him and uh, Great Okan had a match for sole usage of the Mongolian chops, which is uh, Tenzan's one of his uh, signature moves. So we have that in play as well. So we got the Empire. Huh. Oh, he's back. He's back. You back? back. Hey, your audio fix too. Yay. I think. I don't know. We'll find out. But um, I already kind of went into Hell my yeah. spiel about this match. <laughs> I already went into my spiel about this well, match or whatever. I think, yeah, I think there's gonna be shenanigans involved because um uh Tenzan and uh Kredo Khan they just had the um, the match to who has the sole ownership of the Mongolian chops, and he is 
uh, barred from using the Mongolian chop since he lost the match. So I believe um, it's going to be somewhat of a competitive match and uh, Great O'Connor is going to get involved some kind of way. But regardless of that fact or not, I'm still picking Will Ospreay. The Commonwealth Kingpin. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm going with Osprey as well, of course. Ooh. Yeah, we got uh, Gabriel Kidd versus Zack Sabre Jr. We got a, a young line in here. This is his second entry into the New Japan Cup. And um, he's still a young lion. So, I mean, he hasn't made that uh, trip on excursion yet. And um, it's kind of weird now because they got the, um, the LA Dojo, the New Japan, where they do New Japan Strong. And I don't feel like that's a real excursion because they got some of the young lions going there as their excursion. And I just like, it, it just nah. seems weird because they, they're still in the black trunks and everything. And it just looks like, you know, New Japan B. <laughs> but of course, of course, I look at this and I'm picking Zack Sabre Jr. because he ain't no black trunks is going to advance too far. It's, it's kind of filling spots right now. Yeah. Going to rip him to fucking pieces and then it's going to set up Osprey and Sabre. Okay. All right. Scrolling down the card. Here's another one. We got another young lion. We got uh, Yuji Nagata versus, I can't never get his name right, but you see it on the screen here. And um, that's freaking uh, Tanahashi has been using him as his personal young lion and shit. He's been mentoring this guy and everything and he, taking him under his wing and whatnot. So I don't know. He could be uh, being groomed for something later, but I, 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 I highly doubt, highly doubt that he takes the win in this round. So I, I'm going for Nagata, of course. I'm going to tell you now, everyone who watches this should watch this match because Yuji Nagata loves to fucking torture young lions. Him and uh, Minoru. Like, <laughs> yeah, Yuji Nagata is going to beat the shit out of this kid. Like, badly. Like, ugh, I just hate I feel sorry for him. Hey, man. You can't feel sorry for a grown man making a decision to get inside those ropes. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did it. It was his <laughs> choice. It was of his own volition. You know, nobody put a gun to his head and be like, motherfucker, get in there and fight. He's like, nah, I'm going to do it the hard way. And he about to get it the hard way. <laughs> That's the fact. Scrolling down the card. This is going to be a good one, too. We got we got Tomohiro Ishii versus Sonata. Um, at a glance, um, I want to go Ishii, man. I want to go Ishii, but I'm gonna put my chips on uh, Sonata. So Sonata will probably win just because of his dick, but I really want Ishii <laughs> to win. Yeah, so I mean, we got a split here. I mean, well, we don't have a split. We're in agreement, but I mean, it could go either way. I'm just like, ugh. ugh. I mean, because I like Ishii, his short ass. <laughs> yeah. All right. Scrolling down. All right. We got 
picture ain't loading up, but we got Bobby David. I seen Marty. You seen that shit? Yeah, we got a uh, David Finley yeah. versus Chase Owens. I don't know why the picture's not loading up. This bootleg website. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're ruining my presentation. There you go. Oh, you're gonna put an ad in the way, you bitch. <laughs> All right, Finley and Chase Owens. Now, at a glance, since his gut poking out, I'm picking uh Finley. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Finley on this one. This is his first entry into the um, New Japan Cup, and um, I don't know because they they making their debut. Him and um, Juice is making their debut in uh, Impact, so. I believe they're going to try to carry some momentum behind that and whatnot. And they might give juice. I mean, not juice, uh, Finley to win on this one, but I wouldn't be opposed to either, but I'm leaning more towards Finley. What you got? I think Finley might win this match just because they never let shit. <laughs> true. <laughs> this is true. But then we can also say that could be a, uh, another glaring reason why Chase might win, but still sticking with Finley. Scrolling down the card, I'm not too excited about this one. <laughs> At a glance, <laughs> I would probably pick um, Yoshihashi only on the fact that Yujiro don't win shit either. <laughs> and that's, and that's Man, I'm going to put my homie the Tokyo Pimp. I'm you going Tokyo Pimp. Tokyo Pimp. You Tokyo yes, Pimp, all right. Hey, I follow him on Instagram. He be having me rolling, dog. He's my G. I'm going with him. Bullet Club for life. All right, good to go. Good to go. So we got we split on this one. I got Yoshihashi, uh, and uh, <laughs> you got the Tokyo Pimp. So all right, cool. Scrolling down, I look at this. And I'm just we like Jay White. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Yeah. Come. Yeah. H- H- Hanari. Come on. Just. Hanari has done well. And um, he's transformed his physique. He he has gotten rid of that shitty ass attire that he used to uh, wear and everything. Um, I did like his little little tag team uh forming that he did with uh Tanahashi. And everything. So I mean he he uh was up under that learning tree for a little bit. You just gave him already 30 seconds of Come on. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jay White. So let's just continue. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the bracket because this is where uh we see that Tanahashi has to buy here. So we got that going on. So yeah, we got evil with a buy, and we got Tanahashi with a buy. And uh, that's it for the brackets. We got the, uh, I thought I had it up. But we had the left and right brackets. We just went through both sides and everything. I thought I had another picture of it. But yeah, it is what it is. So what what are we thinking? What what who who we think is gonna come down to in the finals? Do you do you need the bracket? Because I mean, I know we just kind of went through them line by line. We, you're not really getting a feel of what side is what side. We, you need me to pull that picture up? 
No, I had my top four picks. I'm just uh, – I know I all spray for sure. I sent it to you in a text message. I just forgot. Yeah. And I'm scared to look again. I'm trying to <laughs> – <laughs> Hold on, I think I have it here because I need to see it. Yeah, because I picked the final four off the bracket. All right, let me get there for this riveting viewing pleasure. All right, here we go. I got it right here. So I'm looking at this, and hmm. The final four, I think we're going to wind up with, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, looking at it this way, yeah. I don't know, it might, it might have would have swayed my, my picks earlier, but, hmm, you're right. I think Osprey is going to make it down on the right bracket to one of the contestants in the final four. Yeah. And then I'm looking at the other ones. I mean, it could easily be Tanahashi or Jay White on that side as well. So we could either have uh, Osprey and Jay White or Osprey and Tanahashi. That would, and that, that, could, that would be that would be nice. And then on the left side, I'm looking at this. We got Evil with the bye, but I'm gonna forego that. And say maybe, maybe I'm a, I'm gonna put chips on Cobb to be final four in the top of that really? bracket. Yeah, I, I I got a feeling. I got a feeling. And then as I look at the bottom, uh, Sh that's where Shingo is. So Shingo is no doubtably gonna be in my final four. So it's either gonna be Shingo and Cobb, and they had a great match against each other. Uh, not too long ago or whatnot. That's kind of why I want to. I'm picking Cobb because I want to see that again, especially for something really big on the line. So it could either be Shingo and Cobb, or it may be Shingo and I'm gonna say Naito. So that's my final four. Yeah, I could see. That. I think. Yeah, I think the same thing. I had Jay White and Osprey on one side, and I believe I did not have Jeff Cobb. <laughs> I did not pick, pick Cobb. I, hey, man, I I'm, 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 I'm riding with him. I'm riding with him. I'm, 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 I'm going to put some stock on that. <laughs> put some Bitcoin on it? I'm going to put some Bitcoin on that, some, do some dog, Doge coin, some dog coin, or whatever the fuck <laughs> they call it. <laughs> but um, aside from that, we got everything... I, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I, I'm thinking it'll probably be Shingo or Osprey. That would be pretty interesting. Or Jay White, because they're, they're going to push him to the right now as well. Yeah, because he just came off that big thing about is he going to stay or is he going to leave, and he and he's back. So I can see him going there. That's why he was one of my picks to be at the end. But um, tournament aside or whatever, other things going on in New Japan – they have decided that they're going to merge the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. What are your thoughts on that, sir? Mistake. You need that secondary title, man. I, I, I understand. I, I get what you're it's saying. Fun. But 
But, but this is where I disagree with you. I firmly believe if they merge those two titles, we have undoubtedly another belt to slide into that spot. And that is the never open weight championship. I they I, you was gonna say I knew it. I, I yeah, I'm, they they took. I mean, new we New Japan has a lot of fucking belts, especially when you add the trios never open weight in there. And um, I believe that like if you put the never open weight title as the secondary under the the heavyweight title or whatever they're gonna name it or whatever the fuck, you have more room for better matchups. You know, because we with the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, it's only been a certain echelon of people to wrestle for that belt ever since Tanahashi and Okada. I mean, uh, Tanahashi and uh, Nakamura made it great again, <laughs> you know. So it's just been like a, a stagnant few that vied for that Intercontinental Championship. But when you get that never open weight championship, name some of the people who held it. Minoru Suzuki, Tanahashi, Shingo. And just so many different people, and you got so many matchups because it's not weight contingencies for that. So anybody can go for it. So you can get great matches between Tanahashi and maybe a, a show or something like that. Who I believe show is destined for great things. Or you have the IWGP junior heavyweight title, which should be as you know, it could be the second title or whatever, but you have that weight restriction. That's why you take that never open weight title and you just kind of kind of slide it in there somewhere or whatnot. So I don't feel like them losing the Intercontinental title is uh, has them worse for wear because you have the junior heavyweight title that has its own you know, platform for those people of that weight and that caliber of uh, talent, but you have that never open weight that can be anybody, anybody, anybody. Unlimited matchups. <laughs> and then if you, you if you're feeling froggy, you can double you, you I mean and if you're feeling froggy, I mean you can you can double title that freaking um never open weight title. You can have the freaking junior uh the fucking junior heavyweight vied for that damn never open weight title, and he can be a double champ. The freaking heavyweight, the world title. Uh, holder can vie for that never open weight. He can be a double champ. So, I mean, there's endless possibilities here, you know? Yeah. I guess we'll just see what happens. That's all we can do. But, I mean, there's a time when the Intercontinental title was more popular than the heavyweight title. Yeah. And I believe this is a move to make that heavyweight title relevant again, you know? To make like this is the big dog and there's no eyes looking down here at this other title because this should be the only title that should be held up here you know but also at the same time that being said you're gonna have to dag on do something with this roster man <laughs> oh yeah and you got the you know, i forgot about the u.s title <laughs> oh gosh that's gonna be strictly, dude. That that title is just a you. They're gonna have to defend that at, at the Long Beach. New Japan Strong, yeah, yeah. Just for like the U.S. shows and everything, New Japan Strong. 
So the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, the IWGP, yeah, United States Heavyweight Championship, the Never Open Weight Championship, the Junior Heavyweight Championship, the King of Pro Wrestling Championship, not including the tag titles. Yeah, so they got two sets of tag titles. They got two sets of heavyweight titles. They got the triple, uh, the the trios titles. I mean, losing that one belt is not really going to hurt them. It, it's just they're going to have to start elevating things, man. Well, I mean, then, they have an excellent booker there, so I trust the book. So, I hmm. mean, he's got a plan. Um, so, let's just see how it plays out. Yeah. And then um, we've had, we have a uh, freaking Hiromu had to vacate the title due to injury. So, that dude can't catch a break. I Well, he caught a break. This time it was a tear. <laughs> so, that's that's how it is for Hiromu. Poor Hiromu. Yeah. So so I think he uh, that, that I think he said he wanted to I think he said he wanted to name Bushi in his place to uh, take over the title, but I don't know if they're gonna do a match for it or a tournament or anything. I, like I said, I, I'm kind of behind on my New Japan. I seen a picture of Desperado holding it not too long ago, so I don't know if he just claiming it or he want to be in contingency for it. But might be a good pick. I, I fell off. Um, I'm about right now, so I had to catch up. So I was on point with it, like, wasn't missing it at all. But I fell off this past week. They have a lot of damn shows. Like, it is. Yes. Like, it's hard to keep their shows because every one of their shows is between two and three hours. So. Like you can, you've got to find time to really sit down and dedicate yourself to New Japan programming because you don't want yeah. to miss a match because the matches are so strong in every category. It's not like WWE where you can go, you know, take a piss when somebody's wrestling, which happens yeah. a lot. It, it, you <laughs> yeah, can't do that with New Japan. No, and it's just you. You're right. This. So much content coming out of New Japan on top of all if you are like really a fan of wrestling, there's so much other shit going on right now. So, I mean, um, NXT is now moving to Tuesday nights, which is good for AEW because they're going to be the only game in town on Wednesdays. But moving NXT to Tuesday, they in contingency with Impact. Uh, NWA is coming back. They're going to be on Tuesdays. Uh, freaking uh, MLW, I believe, is on Tuesdays. And goddamn, um, don't they run their freaking NXT UK on Tuesdays? So you got four other fucking shows running on a goddamn Tuesday. You know, obviously that, you know, that some of those are hinged upon networks and things like that. But AEW are going to be the only ones that are going to be live on television. And then they have their no, the thing, new show. The thing is, it count. Yeah. Go ahead. No, then they, uh, AEW has a new show, Elevate, that's going to be on Monday nights. Yeah. Well, what, Elevate what or Elevation. You can't really go by. Yeah, well, you can't, you can't go by the Nielsen ratings no more because so no. many people watch it on demand afterwards when it's comfortable. They get like that. You can't yeah. go by the, 
you know, the, the point system of the old school Nielsen shit. It, it just don't work like that. Because like I was telling you today, I watch AEW on Thursday morning. That's my tradition. Same as me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm not even paying attention. I don't worry about it on Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm normally watching the NBA games. Like I said, Thursday morning, sit down with my I watch AEW. So, and a lot of people do that. I can't. T- a lot of people don't watch NXT or AEW. On catch it on on the weak ass network, or they watch it on TNT. Uh, the TNT app. Whatever. So yeah. the Nielsen rating not a good Bible thing to look at to see who's in the wars. It's not like UCW and WWE when they shoot with each other. Where if you fucking missed it, it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, the yeah, and then also, I mean, ratings aside, I mean, because I don't personally give a shit about that, it's just like it's a lot of wrestling to watch. That's don't that's my only point making. I mean, usually, if you if you got days to, to break it up or whatever, it makes it a little bit easier because, like, you have freaking Raw Monday, and then uh, Tuesday, you can have like Impact or something like that. Wednesday, you can have these shows. Thursday, you got something going on. And Friday, you got something going on. That's jam-packed throughout a whole, spread out through a whole week or whatever. Now you got a jam-packed all in a day. And it's just like, you know, some people enjoy the live experience. They want to see it as it airs. I don't, I never understood. I don't understand that now in the age of what you were just saying of DVR and, you know, all this other shit. It's just. I don't know. It's, it's, it, it's, it seems overwhelming at times. It's just, I want to watch this show. I want to get familiar with some of these characters or whatever, but damn, I also work a 12-hour job. I got damn, I do a podcast. I got a family in the other room, and it's just so many goddamn shenanigans. <laughs> right. Puppy dog. Big, <laughs> yep so it's just so much and yeah that was another thing that it, they posted it online today you know wrestlemania week is going to be 10 consecutive days of professional wrestling you know just all the things that they got pay-per-views and different shows and everything is 10 consecutive days of pro wrestling it's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh man, who cares about WrestleMania? Do you really <laughs> care about WrestleMania? I kind of do. do. It's like if I if I did not watch any WWE whatsoever all twelve fucking months or all eleven months, I will tune in for WrestleMania. You know. Is or if I daggone had to pick out of their whole year of programming, maybe two shows to watch. I'm watching the Rumble and I'm watching WrestleMania. So I mean, I I, I do care. So I can't say that I don't. I mean, maybe not as much as I used to, I guess, but I still I still care. <laughs> That's about it. Y'all keep it. Yeah, Nick cares. and yeah nick cares too but i mean 
I have a, a fondness with WrestleMania now, especially since I've been going to them and everything, starting with my first one, um, at 31, when Seth Rollins cashed in and shit. So, I mean, I've been hooked with the experience of going to a WrestleMania. And it's not even so much the WrestleMania event itself. It's everything that's surrounding it because you find so much good independent wrestling around that shows. And then people that you've uh, grown to know because of professional wrestling, they go to these events and everything. So you got people coming from all over and y'all meeting up in one place and you're meeting up and you fist bumping and you high fiving safely. I'm talking about past tense because they ain't doing that shit now because of, you know, what's going on. But, you know, it was an experience. It was fun. It was a trip pretty much, you know, and that's what I enjoy most about it and whatnot. So, and then <laughs> when Nick was on here last, cause we went, the last WrestleMania we went to was uh, the one where Kofi won. Me and him went together and he was talking about a match from the show that I attended and I fucking forgot it was on the goddamn card. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause I mean, I wasn't so much worried about it. I mean, I, I enjoyed the atmosphere, you know, being with my friends and just having fun and shit. Right. Well, I will openly admit, I texted you this and told you this. I thought the Rumble was very good this year. I yes. thought I would show. Yes. I, I, I did that. And that first WWE event I had watched in over, and it, it, it was mm -hmm. good. It was good. I, I got to give it to him. It's good. And I think I'm going to put the title on Lashley. That was well deserved, regardless that the Miz was the chance Traditional champion. He was, you know, he was Ronnie Garvin. You know, a little yeah. transitional champion. I mean, but you know, Lashley deserves a damn title. That man has been kicking ass and taking names for years. He's, I know you're a Bobby Lashley fan. Shit. I mean, but he deserves the title. Yeah. Hell, I mean, to that effect, too. And I mean, the Miz. That's another thing. The Miz, do deserve I mean, the the Miz, the Miz is too. actually a good wrestler. Yeah, he's a good yeah. wrestler. But that's another thing. Have you ever seen the amount that MMA forgive to Bobby Lashley? They Ain't he still him. undefeated? Yes. Yeah, Lashley's still undefeated. In and they hate him. They think of energy. Yeah, and who associates the associate of wrestling or associates themselves pro wrestling on the internet? You got these know-it-all dipshit pussies who bust nuts in the socks, who always hit the LOL and act like they know something the rest of us don't. Dude, y'all are such fucking pussies. Bobby Lashley is a, is a, a world-class freestyle wrestler. Not just a pro wrestler. Yes, he's a pro wrestler. He's one of the best pro at it right now. He's also a world-class bodybuilder and will beat the fuck out of you. Alright? Quit acting like y'all can... You downplay all the accomplishments this man has made. This man has got... He can say just as much as Brock Lesnar can that they are possibly the greatest Full contact sports athletes we have ever had in modern era. Think about it. These 
these these guys have done it all, but yet people always downplay what they do. I mean, yeah. if Brock Lesnar plays in the NFL, laugh out loud. Oh, he was a pro wrestler. Bitch, you couldn't get the ring to take a Get the fuck out of here. And Bob- I can hate these LOL emoji trolls. And Bobby Lashley, man, he looks exactly the same. That dude doesn't age or change or nothing. He just stays the same. That um WWE did like a little video of um, him doing his photo shoot or whatever, and he held up a picture of him at his debut versus what he looked like now, and it looks exactly the fucking same. It looked like all he did was change his tights. <laughs> right. So. No. WrestleMania, I will watch WrestleMania if they give us Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Yes, yes, I, I, I would, I would watch that as well. But I mean, th- this is this is an interesting point or whatever. I mean, Miz got the title because you know they were gonna do what they did with Lashley, and I agree with that because they didn't want them, they didn't want Lashley to do that to Drew. But we have a feud here because. Lashley was the reason that Drew lost the title to Miz. So uh, Drew has already addressed it. He is like, whoever won won that title match, he was gunning for them next. So Lashley won. He's the title holder. Drew said he's always already gunning for Lashley. Now, it, this can go either one or two ways. or I mean, it could go a few ways. I mean, wrestling is really unpredictable. But, I mean, we, we have a, established a pattern of uh, – repetition with wwe at certain points lashley can go on to face drew at fast lane and um possibly beat him and then they might run it back at um wrestlemania or drew can win and they can run it back at wrestlemania or lashley can have a title match against somebody else like maybe even the miz get a rematch and we keep the title on Lashley there, therefore propelling him into WrestleMania as the title holder, giving Drew another shot and Drew winning it back at WrestleMania in front of a fucking crowd this time. <laughs> I don't want, I, 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 honestly, I'd like to see Lashley have a dominant world title run. Yes, I, I would rather. Yeah, I would like to see him go past Mania with the title. But I, I feel like it's going to be a change. If if it is against Drew at WrestleMania, he will drop that title at WrestleMania. But, you know, there's so many variables. We, we, it remains to be seen. But Lashley will have a title match at WrestleMania, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, and he deserves it. He's well-deserved. He has busted his ass since the first time I've seen him in OVW being managed by Kenny Bowley. Mm-hmm. He said he's the next big thing, and he called him Blaster Lashley. That was Bobby Lashley's original name. Blaster Lashley. Blaster Lashley. <laughs> he was managed by Kenny the King Bowling and OVW. Kenny the King Bowling is Jim Cornette's childhood best friend. Word. And that was okay. Bobby, that was Bobby Lashley's first manager. Word. So we got that going on. And then we have uh let me see if I can pull it up. Do they have a website? I'm pretty sure they do. 
Ah, here we are. All Elite Wrestling. We have... Let's see. Boom. We do that. We do this thing. And we can pop that up on the screen. I'm going to see if I can maneuver this around and try to find it. But they have... Yeah, here it is. Revolution. It's coming up this weekend. Sunday, March 7th. And um, it's, it's going to be a card. <laughs> You're going to have Sting stepping back into the ring. And how do you feel about that? You know how I feel about it. The motherfucker need to go sit his ass down somewhere, but that's par for the course. I want to say that I liked what he done against Brian Cage. And I liked his whole little, the way he, he set up for the Scorpion death drop. But the thing that I noticed the most is after that little two-minute stint that he did last week, he was out of breath. He was winded. Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel like Brian Cage, Cage and they're, they're going to have to carry him through this match. I don't think he's in wrestling condition. I mean, we'll see. I mean, that's why it's a tag match, you know, and not a one-on-one. So, I mean, we, we, we'll figure it out, though. But I'm I'm – Excited about this pay-per-view Saturday. Um, time to be determined. We're all going to uh, converge here again, and we'll be discussing um, our thoughts uh, leading into the Revolution pay-per-view for AEW. And, um, yeah, just tune in on a Saturday. I'll, I'll post about it online. We'll let everybody know when it is, or you'll just get a notification. So if you're subscribed, whether it be on Twitch, uh, watching on Periscope, uh, freaking YouTube, Facebook, Got down Twitch. I said Twitch already, but damn, yeah. hit the subscribe, like, follow, turn on notifications and shit. So whenever we all jump in there, I mean, you can be along for the ride and the shenanigans. And the Wrestling is Trash Facebook group is growing. I'm loving it. It is growing. Yeah, and I appreciate all of you for just, you know, putting your comments in there, sharing your likes and whatnot. And, um, just come be a part of the shenanigans, the fun shenanigans is my word. Hey, man, if y'all want to get a, a a nice hat or a nice shirt or whatever, y'all can go to randomrob.com, you know, and uh, hit the merch tab. I mean, we got wrestling this trash shirts, hats, beanies, all that thing. I mean, anything to su- support the boys and whatnot, boys and gals that uh, come on the show. And uh I think that's about it, man. You got any parting words? You got anything you want to throw out there for anybody? You got a match recommendation? Uh, actually, what I want to do, and this is the one time I will do a shameless plug, and it's not even my project, but it was a friend of mine's project, and I think it's an amazing project, and I think people need to check it out. Uh, my good friend, Chad Black Dundee, has made an independent movie with a lot of independent pro wrestlers in it, Isaiah Cash Flow, and it's called Afro Samurai. And this movie is on the Wrestling is Trash page. I shared the link. Watch this movie. It is, it is the shit. If you like old school kung fu movies, if you like House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, and you like independent wrestling and hip hop, watch this fucking movie. It's about an hour long. It's an independent movie, 
and it is great. Watch this fucking movie. Do me a favor. Watch the fucking movie. Subscribe to this channel. Tell him Anomaly sent you. You know what I'm saying? Support local art. Because it's all we got left, man. Real shit. And that's the one time I'm going to plug anything because you know I don't accept friend requests and shit. Because y'all got my shit so fucking long right now. My list is beyond Section 8 right now. It's, it's got a 10-year waiting list right now. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, as he said, uh, Afro Samurai has a whole bunch of independent wrestlers in it and everything is uh, created and produced by his homeboy. I put links in the chat on whatever platform that you're viewing this on or whatever. Um, I'll put a link in the audio description for the audio version so y'all can uh, scroll down and look at that. So uh, I think that's it. Take off my hat, show my bald head, and um, I'm not on behalf, <laughs> yeah, you, you get to go. On uh, behalf of myself <laughs> and the uh, marvelous anomaly, the Kentucky Kingpin. <laughs> um, that's it, and uh, we'll see you next time, motherfuckers.